0: Welcome back to another episode of the Shag Sports Talk Podcast. Today, we have a jam-packed episode for you guys today on the Saturday afternoon. We are going to be talking strictly football, NFL, Week 13 predictions. We have a loaded slate this week. This is probably the best slate of football we're going to get the entire regular season. Here are some of the matchups. These are just the one o'clock's. Jets, 7-4, taking on the 9-2 Vikings on the road. Jets coming off a win. Mike White balled out in the pouring rain at MetLife Stadium. He was slinging it all over the place versus the Bears. They're taking on the Vikings, who are 9-2. Commanders-Giants, NFC East showdown. 7-5 Commanders, 7-4 Giants. This is a huge game for playoffs and NFC East implications. Titans-Eagles, 7-4. Eagles, 10-1. At Philadelphia, two good coaches. It's a Smash Mouth team in the the Titans and an Eagles team that I think is more of a finesse team. This could be a very interesting game. Packers-Bears. Packers-Bears. Divisional rival. Justin Fields, questionable. I don't think he's going to play. Aaron Rodgers. Sounds like he's going to play. It's going to be a very interesting game in Chicago. Broncos-Ravens. This could be an upset. I understand the Ravens or the Broncos have have not played their best football the entire season. I understand that they're one and five on the road, but the Ravens struggle at home, and this is a very good defensive unit in Denver. This could be an upset. It's a big point spread too. Browns, Texans, Deshaun Watson makes his return to Houston to take on the Texans in his first game back. He's going to get booed, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. Those are just some of the top games in the 1 o'clock. The 4 o'clock, Dolphins 49ers, two former coaches going at between Shanahan and McDaniel. McDaniel used to be on the 49ers coaching staff. They're going to San Francisco, taking on a Niners team that probably has the best defense in the NFL if it's not the Cowboys. Niners are one, Cowboys are two in terms of best defense in football. Chiefs-Bengals, Chiefs 9-2, Bengals 7-4. Chiefs, Cincinnati's got a tough December stretch here. They're going to need to win this game. Chargers-Raiders, Herbert-Derek Carr, divisional game. These teams always alternate wins and losses in terms of regular season games played in the division. They play two every year. They seem like they go one and one Chargers could be on upset alert. We have a loaded slate. For this week in the NFL Week 13 predictions, the Shags 5, and a whole lot more come here than the Shag Sports Talk podcast. I want to get straight into it. I don't want to waste any more time. Without further ado, let's get right into it. So now it's time to hand out my NFL Week 13 predictions. We will start out in Minnesota where the Vikings... The 9-2 Vikings will take on the 7-4 New York Jets. The Jets are plus 3 on the road versus the Vikings. Plus 132 on the money line. The over under is at a 44.5. Vikings are minus 154 on the money line. Jets, 4-1 on the road with the Vikings, 5-1 at home. Justin Jefferson versus Sauce Gardner. is a big matchup that everyone's going to be talking about. But I'm looking on the other side. I'm looking at Mike White, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. This is going to be a very interesting game. Mike White, we'll see how he does. I think he's going to have a big game versus decent Vikings secondary. It's not great by any means. No Andrew Booth. He's on injured reserve. They put him on the injured reserve. And the Vikings are also missing a huge offensive tackle. In Christian Darrisaw. he's out. They can't really protect the passer. Jets have a stud defense. I like the New York Jets to beat the Minnesota Vikings. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, I think they're both going to have great games. The Jets, I think, are going to prove to 8-4 and and ride that momentum heading into Buffalo next week. They need this win. They need it badly. It will make up for that New England loss. If they win this game in Minnesota, it basically puts them at 8-4 with two games they need to win to basically cement themselves into the playoffs. I think 10's the magic number for the New York Jets. If they win this game, I think they're in. They're 7-4 against the spread. The Vikings are 5-5 against the spread. This is going to be a very interesting game. I like the Jets to win this game outright. I'm going to say 27 Jets to 21 Vikings. Close game, but I like the the Jets to win. Very interesting game here. Next one, Broncos-Ravens. The Broncos are a weird team. Uh, They are horrendous on offense. But their defense is one of the best units in football. I think they're third in the NFL. I think the two best defenses are the 49ers at one and the Cowboys at two. We'll get to the Cowboys in a little bit. But this Broncos defense has been great. And they're minus they're plus nine and a half on the road versus a Ravens team who can't really put up points. I understand Cortland Sutton is questionable. I understand KJ Handler's on injured reserve. But the Ravens put Marcus Williams on injured reserve. Kyle Hamilton is questionable. Ronnie Stanley, questionable. Marlon Humphrey, questionable. Lamar just got set active on, I'm pretty sure, Thursday or Friday that he was going to play. Interesting game. I don't really like it for the Ravens. Ravens are coming off a loss. You could probably say, well, it's a statement game. But they struggle to score points, and this is one of the better units in football. I think this is – the Denver all the way, plus nine and a half. Are they going to win this game? No, but I think the Ravens are going to control it, but not cover the spread. This is a big number. I like the Ravens to win 20 to 13 at home versus the Denver Broncos. Steelers-Vikings, interesting game. Steelers coming off a win on Monday Night Football, short week heading to Atlanta. Atlanta coming off a tough loss at Washington. This is going to be a very interesting game. Steelers, two and four on the road. This season, Falcons four and two at home. They're five and seven in total. And I don't know if you guys saw, but the Falcons were like six and zero against the spread to start the season, and now they they haven't done so well against the spread. I like the Steelers to win this game. Kenny Pickett, he hasn't turned the ball over in three games. He hasn't thrown an interception in three games. He's been he's played very clean football, hitting his check downs. He's done all the stuff you'd want a franchise quarterback as a rookie. They're not taking the shots downfield, which is a little upsetting to me personally, because if I want to see what he can do down the field, and I don't think the Steelers offense really gives him the chance to display that talent or see where he is with that talent. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, I mean they got Fryer move too, like they got a lot of offensive weapons. I'd like to see him take a few shots downfield this week. George Pickens, he's going to have a statement game this week. I truly believe this is going to be his Breakout game. They're taking on an Atlanta defense that's not really that good against the pass, and he's not. I don't think he's going to get the number one matchup in AJ Terrell. I think that'll be Deontay Johnson. I think he's going to find the end zone this week, and the Steelers are going to win this game. Remember, he's going against Drake London. And by the way, just want to make sure I'm on the record for this. I said back in April, you can check one of my hot takes in the NFL draft George Pickens, greater than. Drake London. It was one of the replies I had in one of the podcasts I asked for hot takes. I said Ge- George Pickens greater than Drake London. I think that George Pickens heading like coming out of college was a better wide receiver than Drake London, and I think I put him in terms of my wide receivers rankings. I had him second. I'm pretty sure I had him second, and the one guy I missed on was Chris Olave. Chris Olave was the guy I missed on. I think I had him like four or five, and he's. Right now in my opinion, I think the second best wide receiver in the class, I think it's Garrett Wilson one, Olave two, and then Pickens three. That's how I rank the wide receivers. But let's move on to our next game here, Jaguars Lions. Very interesting game. Lions 4 and 7, coming off a tough loss against the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving, but they're home again with Jameson Williams back. He'll make his debut speedy receiver out of Alabama. That's going to be an interesting dynamic is if he's a really good wide receiver for them, then I don't think they'll need to draft another receiver or pass catcher in the draft. I think that with this, with Rams being horrible, Bryce, you you got to go in on Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud here. And I think it's obvious. The question is who do you use that second pick on? We'll ask you guys in, the, in down below, but who would you guys take? as If you're a Detroit Lions fan, who do you take with that second pick? We know that you're going to try to take a quarterback with one of those two picks. But the second pick, who do you, what do you get? Do you go into the defense? Do you invest into the offense? What do you do? That's my question to Lions fans. Back to the game. The Lions, they're minus one at home to the Jaguars, who are one and four in a road. Jaguars do not play well on the road, but the Jaguars are coming off a tough win over the Ravens at home. Trevor Lawrence played his best game of his career. I think he's going to carry that into this week, take on a Lions secondary that hasn't been that good this season. I'd like the Jaguars to win, and Trevor Lawrence to have another outstanding game. Give me the Jaguars. I'm going to say 33, Lions 27. That's my final score. Jaguars 33, Lions 27. Next game, Titans-Eagles. This is going to be a classic game right here. I mean, they set Fox number one crew for this game, and Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson. So this this is their this is what they think is their best game. I don't think it's their best game. I think it's in the four o'clock slot. We know what that game is: Dolphins the Niners. But that's just me. The Titans coming into this game, they lost a game to Joe Burrow where they really didn't score. The Bengals didn't score. They scored twenty points in that game. They didn't really like dominate on offense, but the Titans' offense struggled, and this Eagles' defense has kind of struggled as well. More than 50% of the public is on the Titans on the percent of money. The money, money, the percent of money on the spread is at 57 for the Titans, and percent of bets on the spread is 52 with the Titans. I like the Eagles to cover their minus four and a half here. Here's the thing. Jalen Hurts, he's going to have a monster game here, and the Titans' defense in this team is tough, tough as nails, but I think they're going to run into a team that's just really, to be honest with you, more talented. Smash mouth football versus finesse football. Usually, the smash mouth usually wins. I mean, at all levels, high school, college. you saw college at the college level last weekend. Ohio State, who I consider a finesse team, versus a ground and pound smash mouth football team in Michigan. Michigan stomped them. Can the Titans do the same thing? Absolutely. But I think it's a little bit different here. Eagles are home. I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game at home. I'm going to say. final score. Close game in Philly, but I like the Eagles to win and cover. Browns-Texans. Deshaun Watson's game. He's coming back home to Houston where he first played as a rookie and all the way through until he got traded. He got suspended. This is his first game back versus former team. The Boo Birds are going to be out for this game. I am rocking with the Texans plus seven and a half. Too many points. The Browns are not good on the road. I know the Texans have not won a game at home, and Kyle Allen's their quarterback. But Deshaun Watson has not played a game in over a year, and they might be better off starting Jacoby Brissett. But again, that's just me. In terms of this game, there's a player prop I like. We've been getting out player props the last few weeks. One of the player props I like this week is Deshaun Watson under 237.5 passing yards. You look at Watson, that's a big number. Versus Texans defense that's been good and bad over the last few weeks. I think this is the game. This is like their Super Bowl. I think they're going to come out and play well. I think they're going to cover the point spread. Do I think they're going to win? No, but I do think they're going to cover the point spread. I like the Browns 23, Texans 17. Commanders and Giants NFC East Showdown. This is a huge game, not just in the NFC East for the division but also a huge game in terms of NFC playoff seeding and just the NFC playoff picture in general. The Giants are 7-4. They've lost their last two games to the Lions and Cowboys. They're 4-2 at home this season. The Commanders are 7-5, but they've gotten really hot as of recently. They're 4-2 on the road as well. Here's the thing. I like the Commanders in this game. I'm rooting for the Giants. I'm putting this out there. I'm rooting for the New York Giants this weekend. But I don't think they're going to win this game. The Cow- the Commanders are just playing better football right now. I love Brian Dable. I love Saquon Barkley. I love Daniel Jones. But I just think at the end of the day, I'm being honest with you, I want to pick the Giants, but I just simply can't. And the Commanders are in the Shags 5 this week, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they are in the Shags 5 this week. They are minus 1.5 on the road versus the New York Giants. They usually split these series, but I don't really like the way the Giants have been playing these last few weeks. I'm rolling with the Commanders and Taylor Heineke going into a packed MetLife Stadium. Yes, this place is going to be packed. They'd be very surprised. MetLife is going to be loud tomorrow afternoon, but the difference here is I think it's a Taylor Heineke game-winning drive that sends the Commanders to 8-5 and five on the season and puts the Giants to 7-5. and five And... They're going to have to rely on a team like Seattle to lose some games here. I like the Commanders. It's a close game, but I just think that the Commanders are just playing better football. It's just that simple. I don't have, I don't hold a grudge against the Giants or anything. I actually like the Giants. I like the way their team is. I kind of hope they do make the playoffs because it's a feel-good story for those Giant fans. Brian Dable, I just think they haven't been playing their best football, and I think they're going to lose three straight here. Our last 1 o'clock game, Packers-Bears, really quick. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I said this on, on Twitter, Jordan Love should be their starting quarterback. I don't know why they're bothering throwing uh, Rodgers out there because here's the thing. What's the point of drafting a first-round quarterback if you're not going to play him? And especially this is a great time to play him. Uh, you're playing a Chicago Bears team on the road who Justin Fields is questionable, but I, I, just, I don't know. I don't get it because Jordan Love, I don't know if you saw that those few drive. I think he had two drives in that Eagles game. He looked good. Sling the ball to Christian Watson. They scored like a 60-yard touchdown. Like, he looked good in that setting right there. And there's at Philadelphia on a Sunday night football game. They almost led the comeback. You got to see what you have. Your season's over. Forget about it. Rodgers, there's really no point for him to play because their season's over. Regardless, doesn't matter. Their season's over. It's out the window. Let's see what the kids got, you know? But back to the game, I roll, I'm roll. i rolling with the Packers here. Close game, but I think the Packers win by a field goal. Rodgers, he's going to play. He's probably going to start for them as well. He owns the Bears. He owns Chicago, especially in these games. I like the Packers to win this game big. I'm going to say Packers, ooh. I'm going to say Packers 31, Bears 28. I think there's no points scored in this one. Four o'clock games. The Seattle Seahawks, who are 6-5, and five, but they're 3-3 three and three on the road, taking on the Rams, who are 3-8, but 2-4 on the road, or 2-4 at home. This is going to be a Seattle Seahawks home game, but indoors, because, again, the Rams struggle with this. The Chargers struggle with this. They have no fans, so whenever there's a big team like the Seahawks or the Raiders or the Chiefs, usually there's a lot of the opposing team's fans. I'd like Seattle in this game, but do I like them with cover? Probably not. The Rams are without Stafford. And this team, they're heading towards a rebuild. Uh the Ram the the Detroit Lions own their pick. They own their pick. So my thing is I'm really concerned for the future of the LA Rams. I think what could happen here, I'm just gonna throw it out here, uh the Rams, they're gonna finish off this bad season. The Lions will get their top five picks, so probably be a top five pick, I'm just assuming. They're gonna have a bad season. They're going to trade Stafford. They're going to trade Ramsey. They're going to trade Donald. I think they're going to clear house. I do. Because they need a rebuild. They need picks. They're going to start this thing from the bottom. They're going to get the number one overall pick. And they're going to select Caleb Williams. He's a generational talent. Watched him last night versus Utah. I know he didn't play his best. But if you watch portions of that game, he was very, very good. So I think what's going to happen is they're going to be bad this year and bad again next year and they're going to draft Caleb Williams number one overall, and they're going to have their quarterback for the future for the next five to ten years. That's just how I see it. In terms of the game, I'm rolling with the Seattle Seahawks here. I think that they're the better team. Seahawks win this game, but closer than people think. I I got the Seahawks by nine. 21-16 final score. All right, this is the heart and soul of NFL Week 13. Yes, you got the Titans, Eagles, Giants, Commanders, vikings jets those are appetizers for the dinner like this these are the appetizers appetizers for the meals these are the meals right here these next three games let's get into them dolphins 49ers mcdaniel versus shanahan two has been balling out and we're gonna learn what kind of team this dolphins team is i think they're a really good one in fact i think they're gonna cover the four and a half and in fact i think they're going to win this game on the road in San Francisco. Niners got the best defense in football, but the Dolphins have been playing smart. McDaniel's been very good. I think that Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, they're going to have monster games this week. And I like Jalen I like Tyree Kill over 92 and a half receiving yards this week. I think he's going to have a monster game. The Niners are good up front in the front seven. They're good in their linebackers but their secondary isn't really that good, and it gets hit in because the Niners' defense, their front seven and their linebackers just murder people. And I know the Dolphins' line isn't good, but I think they're going to get the ball out quick, and they're going to rely on the outside. And I think that that's an advantage to the Dolphins, and I think they're going to win this game in San Francisco, and I think they're going to establish themselves as one of the best teams in football. So the Dolphins are plus 4.5, plus 172 on the money line. The over-under set of 45.5, Minus 210. That, that's close, because here's the thing. Dolphins got an electric offense, and the Niners got a really good offense. But I think the Dolphins are going to struggle to score some points here in this game. I'm going to ride with the over, but it's going to be very close. But i like the Dolphins to win this game. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to say Dolphins. There's going to be points in this one. 31, 49ers, 23. I think going should have a monster game, and I believe in Tua. I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Chargers-Raiders. The Chargers, they're coming into this one after a huge road win versus the Cardinals. They're 6-5, 4-2 on the road, taking on a 4-7 Raiders team, and they're 2-2 on the road, or 2-2 at home. I like the Raiders to win this game. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to beat the Los Angeles Chargers this week. I am probably one of the biggest Joseph Herbert fans you could find on this planet Earth. But guess what? The Chargers' defense is absolutely terrible. They're not going to be able to block Max Crosby. They're not going to be able to stop Josh Jacobs. And they're going to struggle to stop Devontae Adams on the outside. DeAndre Hopkins had a massive game. And you look back at these other receivers, these guys have all of monster games. Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins. A lot of these pass catchers have had monster games over the last few weeks over on, on the Los Angeles Chargers. And I have a player pop in this game. It's Josh Jacobs over... 92 and a half rushing yards here's the thing he's going to run all over this defense i think this is going to be a back and forth game herbert will throw a touchdown and then the raiders will answer back the chargers will answer back the raiders and will go back and forth but i think how this game is going to end is with the raiders getting a go-ahead touchdown and max crosby making a play on justin herbert forcing the fumble and the Las Vegas Raiders are going to beat the Los Angeles Chargers at home. They seem to split the series. I'm rooting for the Chargers, but I do think the Raiders are going to win this game, it's in the Shags 5 as well. So I like the Las Vegas Raiders to beat the Los Angeles Chargers at home in Allegiant Stadium. We got three more games left here. We're going to Chiefs-Bengals. Chiefs are minus 2.5. On the road, minus 132 on the money line. The over-under set a a 52.5. It's a big number. Bengals, plus 2.5, plus 112 on the money line. I like the under. That's too much total points right there. Both offenses are great. But the difference is the Chiefs' offense isn't like – I don't think they're electric. Can they put up big point numbers? Absolutely. But I don't think they're going to – score 40 points in this game. I think this is like a 28-24 kind of game. I think this is close back and forth. I think it's going to be good defense here. The Bengals got to win this game. Uh, Will they? I don't think so. We'll get back to why I think that in a second. But the Bengals need this game. Jamar Chase is coming back. And if you look at the Bengals' remaining schedule here, it's kind of tough. They're 3-1 at home. The Chiefs are 4-1 on the road. 9-2 and versus 7-4. and this is what the Bengals' remaining schedule looks like. Uh, the Chiefs, which is a big game, obviously. Then you got Cleveland, which, by the way, if Deshaun Watson looks good on Sunday, this can be a very scary game for them. They don't do well versus Cleveland. They're going to run the football in the Cleveland Browns, and I think that that could be a tough game for the Bengals. you got at Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, never an easy game. At New England... Christmas Eve, holidays, tough game at Foxborough. Then you got two games versus two top contenders in the AFC in the Bills and Ravens. If you're going to make the playoffs this year, it starts with this game. Again, I'm not saying if they don't win this game, they're not making the playoffs. But if you want to make those chances of making the playoffs, very likely, it starts with this. Try to get a win versus the Kansas City Chiefs Improve yourself. You've beaten them twice. You can easily beat them a third time. But I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're in the Shacks 5 this week. They're minus 132 on the money line this week. Mahomes, on the road. He's lost to them twice, and this was a flashback. They lost to in the regular season, and then they choked. Yes, they choked in the AFC Championship game. That was arguably one of the worst games I've seen Mahomes play, especially in that second half. The first half, he was electric. The second half, it was terrible. That go, that's up there in the upper echelon in terms of bad games from Patrick Mahomes. The Tampa Bay game's up there in the Super Bowl, but I think that might have taken the cake in terms of, you know, his bad play. This is a statement game for the Kansas City Chiefs. they got to win this game here. I think it's a game-winning drive similar to that Bengals-Chiefs or the Chiefs-Charger game on Sunday Night Football. But I like the Kansas City Chiefs to knock off Cincinnati in Cincinnati and I'm rolling with the Chiefs 28 to 24. Close game, but I like the Chiefs. Okay. So, now it's time to talk about the Indianapolis Colts versus the Dallas Cowboys. And I want to go on a little Cowboys thing here. So, I've told you guys numerous times that I think Dallas Cowboys are, you know, one of the best teams in the league, but I want to make this abundantly clear. I think the Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders. There are some tough teams in the NFC. I'm not going to lie about this. There are some tough teams in the NFC. The only one I think is a bad matchup for them is the 49ers. That offense is really good and electric. It's fast on the outside, and that defense could give Dallas a hard time on offense. People might think the Eagles are a better team. I don't think they are, and I think they match up very well with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cowboys this season, I think, have the second best defense in all football outside of the San Francisco 49ers. They're like number one in every category. It's ridiculous. The Cowboys' offense seems to be figuring it out week by week. People say that the offense has been bad, but let me read off some stats about the Cowboys' offense. So since week seven, week seven, since Dak returned, they're putting up 38 points per game. That's first in the NFL. 416 total yards per game. That's second in the NFL. You know, big-time plays we talk about right with these offenses. Third down percentage, 57%. That's first in the NFL. What do the best teams do? Convert in the red zone. 84% in the red zone, second in the NFL. And this season in general, they are top 10 in these rushing stats this season. They're top 10 in rushing touchdowns, rushing yards per game, total attempts, and total rushing yards. And anyone who thinks the Cowboys offense is bad, they have the seventh-ranked offense in the NFL. So people might think the Cowboys' offense is bad. It's not. It's actually been very good. It's like since Dakus came back. This offense has been a lot better running the football, and in the past as well. The Cowboys' defense this season. Listen, this is these are total season stats. They have the second ranked defense. They're four. They they have forty four sacks on the season. That's number one. Number one in the NFL. Pressures on the quarterback, two hundred and thirty seven. That's second in the NFL. And 18 touchdowns allowed. That's second fewest in the NFL. Say what you want about the Dallas Cowboys. They're chokers and all this stuff. They are Super Bowl contenders. They are on the level of the Buffalo Bills. They are on the level of the San Francisco 49ers. They're on the level of the Philadelphia Eagles. They're in that upper echelon of the teams in the NFL right now. They are one of the top teams in the NFL And just because they're Cowboys, people like to pick on them. But they're one of the best teams in the NFL, and it's just that simple. People, you know, think that, oh, people like to hate on Dak because he's a Cowboys quarterback. But to be honest with you, he's been playing very well, and these offensive stats right here back it up. 38 points per game since week seven, first in the NFL. I mean, there are numerous stats you can look at from PFF, from Fox Sports, ESPN, whatever you want to, that, whatever you use for your stats, it's up to you. They're top 10 in just about every stat on defense. And offensively, they're basically top 10 in every rushing category. And since week seven, I read you the numbers points per game, number one in the NFL, total yards per game, second in the NFL. Third down percentage, first in the NFL, and red zone percentage, second in the NFL. So, again, people want to say the Cowboys are bad. They've been top 10 in every st- statistical category. So, I don't understand the Cowboy hate, but let's talk about the game. Plus 10.5 for the Annapolis Colts, short week. The Cowboys are going to blow them out here. This is a statement game from the Cowboys, and I like the Cowboys to win big. It's just that simple. Saints-Buccaneers to close out on Monday Night Football upset of the week. We are rolling with the New Orleans Saints go into Tampa Bay and win this game. Look, Tom Brady doesn't play well against the Saints. We're just going to be completely honest. He doesn't play well against the Saints. And I think they're going to win this game outright, plus three and a half. I'm not taking that point spread because it's a very interesting line, three and a half. It's a weird number. I'm rolling with the New Orleans Saints. We're going to say 16 to 10 final score because every Saints game is ugly. We're all with the New Orleans Saints to win this game. So before we end the podcast, we are going to hand out the shags five for this week. So let's get into it. Our first one here is Jaguars plus one on the road versus the Detroit Lions. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. He's been playing very good football, and I think they're going to win this game outright. They're home. They're a road underdog, and I like them a lot here. Next game, Commanders, minus one and a half. They are road favorites, but I think they're going to go into MetLife Stadium and get a huge win over the New York Giants. I like the Raiders, minus two and a half at home. Uh, This is a game where I just don't think the The Chargers are going to slip up. They've been a very inconsistent team. A win here, a loss here, a win here, a loss here. I think that trend will continue this week versus the Raiders. I think they're going to drop this game looking ahead to Miami. And then the last one, it's the Chiefs. They're going to win this game outright. They've lost the NFC Championship game. This team is hungry as can be. This is something they can play for if it's not the number one seed. This is something that can motivate them. I like the Kansas City Chiefs to win in Cincinnati, not to cover the spread, just to win. Those are the sh- that's the Shags five for this week. Those are four picks: two in the one o'clock, two in the four o'clock. Uh, player props before we end it here. Uh, player props for this week: AJ Brown anytime touchdown score, Deshaun Watson under uh, Deshaun Watson under two hundred thirty-seven and a half passing yards, Josh Jacobs over rushing yards and ninety-two and a half, and Tyree Kill over ninety-two and a half receiving yards. That will do for today's episode of the Shag Sports Talk podcast. We got a lot to talk about with the NBA. I'm I'm working on that podcast now. We're going to see if we can get that up by this week. I mean, yeah, the NBA has been wild. I mean, World Cup and soccer. I mean, you got all these college football championships. I mean, it's been, you know, it's been a busy, It's it's been a jam-packed, like, football, basketball. I mean, college basketball has been really good. I mean, there's a lot of good things going on right now in sports. I mean, it's been really exciting so far. That'll do it for today's episode of the Shack Sports Talk podcast. Make sure you, you know, share this with your buddies. Make sure you listen to the podcast, all that good stuff. Make sure your notifications are on and follow the Twitter. It's very important because if I'm not on the podcast, I'm most likely on Twitter because I, I'm on there pretty frequently. So that'll do it for today's episode of the Shack Sports Talk podcast. The Shack Sports Talk podcast is out.